Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening and watching the Football Betting Podcast with me, Tom Pipkin, and my co-host, Tom Walker. We're off the back of a successful weekend last week. Can't wait to dive into that at the start of the show. But first, what's coming up today? Pretty much same order as usual. We're going to go through the Premier League, the Championship, League One and League Two, picking out our best bets from each of the leagues and uh, wrapping them all up in a nice little treble, which will hopefully win again at the end of the show. Uh, sponsored by Matchbook as ever. So please do check out www.matchbook.com. Uh, if you register using the sign-up code TFB Podcast, you can bag yourself a nice juicy sign-up bonus. I'd also like to point everyone in the direction of oddalerts.com as well. Please check out oddalerts for all your statistical data insights, um, value bets, trends, dropping odds, lots of different things to sink your teeth into on oddalerts.com. So I really recommend checking that out as well. Uh, but Tom, let's dial quickly back to last week. Another winning treble. That's what, three winning uh, podcast bets in a row, I think now. Three winning shows in a row. And lots yeah. of people won lots of money, including ourselves, on the Premier League. Yeah, massive, massive weekend for us in the, in the Premier League. We successfully tipped up every single result in the Premier League on the show. Some people took that very literally and whacked it into a nice treble. Uh, sorry, a nice bet. Uh, a lot of people uh, put a bunch of stuff together with their own research and a little bit of ours, which is my personal favourite. Um, I like it when people take the time to look at their own bets as well as blindly backing us. But yeah, it was a great weekend. One of the best weekends of my personal um, kind of betting career, I would say. And yeah, Tom, you're right to point out the three wins in a row on the show. And obviously we had that huge Stevenage shout in the FA Cup in between. So we are on absolute fire. The last Out of the last 16 teams that we've read out on the show to win, 13 of them have won, two have drawn, only one has lost. So we're in absolute sparkling form. And I remember, Tom, the kind of, the tough days, because we had a really tough start to the season, the toughest we've ever had. And I said to you at the time, and I'm probably jinxing us now, but I said, you know, it's going to turn around and I reckon we're, we're going to come into a, a bunch of bets that we, we win in a row and we have a really profitable period. And that's what we're in at the moment. Yeah, certainly are. Let's get straight into the Premier League then, shall we? All odds we're going to read out on the show today are taken from matchbook.com. And we're kicking off with a big one at lunchtime on Saturday with Liverpool against Chelsea. So Liverpool are 1.93 to win. Chelsea are 4.3 and the draw is 3.95. And I tell you what, this is a tough one for me to get started on because I don't trust either of these two sides at the moment. Do you? No, mid-table Premier League clash, this is. Like, honestly, ninth <laughs> against 10th. Isn't it? Yeah, it's a mid-table Premier League clash. Regular listeners will know, I always say teams like Villa, Palace and, you know, those teams hovering around mid-table, they're in mid-table for a reason. It's because they win some games, they lose some. And it's hard to it's hard to keep track of, uh, of what they're on and they don't really have sustained periods of form. And just because it's Liverpool and Chelsea, I can't change my mind on that. Like, I, I really don't trust either team to get anything done. Like, to be honest with you. Um I've looked at both teams to score. I've looked at unders. I've looked at overs. I've looked at outrights. 
I can't find anything. These two are an absolute mystery to me at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, so no bet for you here? No, honestly, I, the, this is a massive trap. I'm not into it. I don't know if you are. Yeah, no bet for me either. Um, right, let's move into the big game of the weekend then. It's Bournemouth against Nottingham Forest. Come on, you Reds. Um, the punters on Matchbook can't split them. It's 2.84 for Bournemouth to win, 2.84 again for Forest to win, and 3.3 for the draw. So this is almost like a, you know, toss a coin and or take your pick here. But um, obviously being Forest fans, I, I'm automatically inclined to side with Forest more. But despite the fact that we do have a mountain injury list, which, which does concern me, um, Bournemouth are playing really poorly at the moment. They've lost six games in a row. Um, Forest, on the other hand, really started to pick up ahead of steam, up to 13th in the table now after that win against Leicester last weekend. Forest definitely much stronger at home. Um, certainly got work to do away from home, but we've lost just one of the last six games in the Premier League now, whereas conversely, Bournemouth have lost uh, eight of their last nine, including four in a row. Uh, they've not scored for four consecutive league games either. So, Bournemouth are a team with lots of problems right now, uh, certainly on a on a downwards trend, whereas Forest are on an upwards trend. And um, I, th- I think Forest should have enough in the, in the tank and quality on the pitch, despite the injuries, to get the job done here, um, which will A, be a massive boost to our survival hopes and B, be a massive winner at 2.84, because it's a big price. Yeah, I will. I mean, everyone. I want everyone to gamble responsibly, be in control of your own betting, and do your own research. But I am going to smash Forest this weekend. Um, <laughs> as I was having a look at at Bournemouth's home form, and I'm going to go back to. Don't worry, I'm going to make this quick. But I'm going to go back to opening day and give you a scenario of the kind of games that they've had at home, and you will realise that they have had it bloody easy and they've played everyone at the right time, basically. Uh, opening day, they beat Villa under Gerrard, 2-0. They lost it at home against Arsenal. No problem there. I'm not going to blame them. Bournemouth drew 0-0 next with Wolves. So that was uh, Wolves under their previous regime. They drew 0-0 to Brentford. That's a good draw. They beat Leicester when Leicester were all at sea. Uh, they've lost to Southampton at home, which is obviously a really poor result. That was under Harson Huttle as well. Uh, they lost to Tottenham at home. No disgrace there. They beat Everton back-to-back. That was, well, not the lowest point because I think that was last weekend, but really low points for Everton there, um, not putting up too much of a fight. And then they lost at home to Palace. Palace... Uh, that kind of came out of nowhere for them. They were struggling at the time. Uh, they lost at home to Championship Burnley in the FA Cup. I think Forrest are going to go there and absolutely waltz to victory. Wow. I'd love it if we did waltz to victory. <laughs> Personally, I don't think it'd be quite so comfortable, but <laughs> it'd be nice if it was. Um, but yeah, either way, both of us think Forrest will win a, a handy price. Um, let's move into the next game then, which is Leicester against Brighton. Leicester 3.6, draws 3.5, Brighton 2.18. Um, I think you in particular spoke about Brighton and champion Brighton 
on the podcast last week. Uh, they were at home to Liverpool and Julie won 3-0. Um, I think they should have enough in the bank to win again. Obviously, Leicester on really poor form. Uh, lost all their games in the league since the, since the uh, return from the World Cup. Uh, that's four league losses in a row. Really struggling, aren't they, without James Madison? Um, it's it's incredible how without him, you can see how much he is to them and how much everything revolves around them and how much they rely on him. But yeah, Brighton, I think, should should get a win here. They've won five of the last seven Premier League games. Uh, scoring plenty of goals, not completely um, watertight at the back. They do tend to concede a lot. Uh, they've had over 2.5 goals in their last eight consecutive Premier League games. So they are they are scoring plenty, but also shipping the odd one or two at the back as well. Uh, just one clean sheet in those eight games. That was funny enough against Liverpool in the last game. Um, so I think we may be able to look at Brighton to win and both teams to score, perhaps. Um to get a little bit more for our money. That price is 4.2. Um, but yeah, I'm looking at Brighton's recent away fixtures. Beat Wolves, beat Southampton, beat Everton. 3-2, 3-1, 4-1. If it was a similar kind of thing now away at Leicester, I could, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm actually looking at Brighton and no. Uh, to be honest, Tom, like not to kind of go against you here, but... Uh, yeah, Leicester, utterly toothless. Um, without Madison, there's not a lot on offer. The one thing I will say is, you know, even though Forrest beat him last week, at 2-0 Harvey Barnes, uh, sorry, at 0-0 Harvey Barnes had two ginormous chances that he has to score. So, you know, maybe this pick changes if those two go in. Um, but yeah, I, I thought Leicester, apart from that, were, were really toothless. So Brighton and no for me. It's priced at 4.0. Brighton, just to add on what to what you've said, Tom, surprisingly the fifth best away record this season. Uh, mm. And they've played a game less than two of the sides above them uh, in Man United and Arsenal on the road. So, yeah, all, all for the Seagulls. Cool. Uh, up next then, Southampton against Villa. 2.98 for Southampton, 3.45 for the draw. And 2.64 Villa, the favourites here. Uh, I'm interested to see what you think to this one because I am not sure. If you'd have asked me a week or so ago, I'd have definitely gone for Villa, I think. But uh, considering Southampton have had a, a decent run of it recently, um, beating Everton last weekend, then Man City in the Cup prior to that and Palace in the FA Cup prior to that, so... So those three wins have made me want to take a, a rain check on Southampton. I'm just going to have a little watching brief, I feel, here. Um, do you feel strongly either way? Uh, no, not either way in terms of a result. Both teams to score. I was interested in that. It's 1.86. Um, we're obviously, as, as you said, we're still learning a lot about both of these teams, aren't we? Uh, but Southampton, you know, under... Uh, Nathan Jones, they've had three of the last five and uh, four of the last six under, uh, sorry, uh, both teams to score. And then Villa, I thought Unai would be would be quite, quite tight, I think. Um, but yeah, last three consecutive games, both teams to score. So when you look at this game, I think it looks ugly to the naked eye. 
Um, and then when you do your research, you realise there's been a, a couple of goals and that's probably down to uh, terrible defending more than vibrant attacking play. So 1.86 both teams to score. Okay, up next then. Uh, it's the match that I've seen dubbed El Sakiko. Uh, <laughs> West Ham against Everton. So Moyes against Lampard. Will the loser get sacked? Who knows? Um, 1.84, West Ham heavy favourites here. 3.8 for the draw and 5.1 for Everton. Uh, this isn't anything strong for me at all, but I'm going to chuck out Everton to win this one. I, I just feel like there's so much talk about David Moyes getting the sack, West Ham sanding out other managers already, um, West Ham's horrendous run that they're on in the Premier League. Uh, they've not won a Premier League game uh, since the 24th of October. So they've they've lost six and drew one in the meantime. Uh, terrible run of form. I feel like there's going to be a lot of unrest in the stadium, uh, especially if Everton get the first goal. Um, and I think Everton are going to be aided by playing away from home because obviously they're in a very similar situation. Lots of fan unrest at Lampard, the players, the board, etc. And it's probably going to suit them being away from home. Um, we saw it kind of work for Southampton away at Everton last weekend. We mentioned that on the pod. And I'm just kind of clinging on to Everton's recent couple of away games uh, where they drew away at Man City on uh, New Year's Eve and then lost 3-1 against Man United in the cup, but put up a very good performance in defeat. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think if Everton get, can get the first goal here, that could be key. But 5.1 is a, is a big price, I thought. Yeah, yeah. Uh, basically, I don't have a lot to add. You took exactly what I was going to say. Uh, I am back in Everton at 5.1. I think it's a huge price. Uh, again, completely reiterating my main point for this is uh, the home kind of uh, the home factor with West Ham being at home. I think if this was at Everton and West Ham are priced at 5.1, I'm back in West Ham as well. Mm. Uh, obviously, yeah. incredibly toxic. Neither team are good, let's be honest. Both teams' top goal scorers have three Premier League goals. Uh, and both are really poor. And, you know, it's not going to be pretty, but Everton have played nine games on the road. They've uh, avoided defeat in four of them. Yes, they've only won one. Uh, and all four of those are draws. But that's something to go off. It's something to work towards. Uh, West Ham have lost more than they've avoided defeat at home. So, yeah, uh, I'm really interested in Everton. I've already got my money on. Um, yeah, I'm I'm back in them just because the home factor and the price. Cool. Um, finally, for Saturday, then, we've got Crystal Palace against Newcastle. 4.7 for Palace, 3.6 the draw, and Newcastle the favourites at 1.95. This is a 5.30 kickoff. Um, again, I, I was looking at, at Newcastle here. Probably not... Too much of a surprise. Obviously, Newcastle had the benefit of not playing midweek. Um, Palace got a very creditable one-all draw against Man U on Wednesday night. Um, how much that's taken it out of the legs um, ahead of this Saturday game, you know, we don't know. But Newcastle certainly have an advantage because of the extra rest. Um, and they are keeping it pretty tight in the league at the moment. Um, they've not lost a league match since they lost to Liverpool on the 31st of August. So 
that's good. Um, they've won seven of the last nine. They've kept a clean sheet for five consecutive Premier League matches in a row. Um, and I, I just think they're going to be a little bit too good. I don't think they're going to hammer Palace. I think they'll probably get a, a narrow maybe 1-0 or 2-0. Job done. Move on. Eight Premier League clean sheets in a row for Nick Pope. Um, it's a foundation that I've... I mean, it is... I have uh, many Newcastle defenders in my uh, fantasy team. And uh, <laughs> I notice every single week I'm, I'm getting clean sheet after clean sheet. And uh, it's it's a great foundation, isn't it, to build off Newcastle. Set a joint top, sorry, in the form table. Uh, 20 points in their last eight games. And yeah, Palace, I feel like Palace can sparkle, but they're, mo- they're a moments team. They they have great moments where Eze does something great. Alise pops a free kick in as the other night. You know, Anderson defends like an absolute animal, but it doesn't happen often enough. And I think they have to be really on it to uh, to go against Newcastle. But again, you know, there's always that danger that they could have a moments game and Zaha could wriggle through three people and smash it in the corner. They're a dangerous opponent to bet against, but Newcastle should have enough. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Right, let's move on to Sunday's matches then. We kick off with Leeds against Brentford at 2 o'clock. Leeds 2.44, 3.7 for the draw and 3.0 for Brentford. And, you know, we've been doing this pod together a long time now. I feel like I can predict when you will like something and I can certainly feel like you're liking that 3.0 for Brentford away at dodgy Leeds, aren't you? I am, mate. Yeah, uh, I'm having a real, real, real look at it uh, and I'm going to extend it even further because I'm a right greedy bugger. And uh, five point, <laughs> 5.3 for Brentford and both teams to score. I think, uh, obviously, a lot of people are going pretty crazy about uh, our friend Wilfred Nonto. Uh, he's he's clearly in sparkling form. He's very exciting. Um, I think Somerville as well on, on the other side and Sinistera. And they've got so many threats. I, I think I can see them scoring a goal against Brentford, even though Brentford are, are absolutely sound defensively. You know, two clean sheets in a row. Uh, they've got four, uh, three clean sheets in the last four. Although Asterix, two of those were against West Ham. Uh, yeah, I, I I feel like Leeds can get the back of the net, but we saw a really struggling managerless, you know, kind of lost Cardiff City score two there in the FA Cup. And, you know, I, I know it's different intensity and different competitions, but if they can score two, then, then Brentford can get at them for sure. And, uh, yeah, I'll be having a look at that uh, 5.3 Brentford. And, yes... And I'll also be back in Brentford on the nose. Do you agree? Yeah, completely. Yeah, I, I wouldn't trust Leeds whatsoever. Um, it's another club, isn't it? I feel like there's starting to be quite a lot of rumours and unrest around Jesse Marsh's position. Um, I feel like a loss here will put him in absolute last chance saloon territory in their next game, which is away at Forest. And I think they'll probably lose that one as well. And he'll be gone. I, I, I think I think his his days are numbered personally at Leeds, um, and I can definitely see Brentford getting a win. They're a bad team to play if you're under pressure. They really are. 
Yeah, terrible. You know, yeah, most... yeah. You don't want to play Brentford like this, do you? No. I agree. No, no. Look, their last five Premier League games, they've gone away to Man City and won, beat Brentford, beat Liverpool at home, drew with Spurs at home. You know, they're, they're getting results against some top sides at the moment. Mm. Um, so they're a really tough game uh, and a great price. So we'll cash in. Happy days. Um, let's look at the other two o'clock. It's Man City against Wolves. 1.22 for City, 7.8 for the draw and 17.0 for Wolves. Um, I don't. I don't know why, and I know we've spoken about this before off that off air. But I just. I, I feel like I'm sensing banana skin for Man City here. Um, Wolves disappointed me in the week. I thought they had a massive opportunity to beat a, a weakened Liverpool side in the FA Cup and, and get through, but they lost one nil. Um, so that kind of puts a little bit of doubt in my mind, but. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just, I just, City aren't the usual City at the moment. I know they just come from behind to beat Spurs four two in midweek, but yeah, I, Wolves are, can cause them problems, I believe, and they're going to be a tricky opponent. And if this ended in something like a draw, I wouldn't be entirely surprised. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, I don't think we can start. You know, trusting Man City just because of this kind of. Great turnaround against Tottenham. Um, I, I'm really not 100% sure that you know they are back, as you said, Tom. Um, I expect them to use that as a turning point and go on and win. But you, you know, I just can't be going and and backing them at the price they're at based on one performance. You know, they, they've been concerning me for a while, and at 1.22, you can absolutely forget it. Um, Wolves, I don't know, price is 17.0, Tom, on the nose. Is that worth a little bit of fun if you've got a spare fiver? Maybe, but uh, I wouldn't get too attached to that fiver. Yeah, I think it is. Um, anyway, let's move on to Arsenal against Manchester United then. So this is the 4.30 kickoff on Sunday, 1.94 for Arsenal, 3.9 for the draw and 4.2 for Manchester United. Um, big miss for Manchester United will be Casemiro, who got a yellow card in the Crystal Palace match, which means he's then suspended for this match. So that'll be a miss. Um, but Arsenal, on a long and beaten run, the only team they've lost against is Manchester United in the reverse fixture at Old Trafford. They lost that game 3 1. Um, you know, that was way back on the 4th of September. So I'm beaten in the league since then. Uh, and Manchester United, again, on a very good run themselves. Their last defeat was um, the 6th of November against Aston Villa away. After that, won five and drew one in the league. So both these sides are very good form. And I just, I, I can't split them, to be honest. Um, I'm just going to go down the middle with a draw, 3.9. That's That's rubbish. That's bloody rubbish. Not having that. I, I'm going to do what I did with Bournemouth and kind of analyse my new. And I'm sorry if you listened to the show last week because um, I went through this last week as well, even though I backed him to beat Man City as, as you did, Tom. You know, this this is these are the opponents since the World Cup. Burnley at home. Forest at home. Wolves away. 
Bournemouth at home, Everton at home, Charlton at home, Man City at home, Palace away. I would argue that that is an incredibly favourable fixture list and with huge slices of luck, such as the Bruno Fernandes goal the other night, uh, well, the other day, sorry, with Rashford being offside. Like, I, I'm, I don't know how I can look at the last eight games between the two or at least, sorry, the, the return uh, since the World Cup, and want to back United against Arsenal. They've had more rest. They've got a full-strength team, pretty much, apart from, obviously, Gabby Jesus. They've had a tougher opponents, tougher tests. You know, they've played Brighton away. They've played Newcastle at home, Tottenham away. Like, these are, like, real tests, and United have only had the City game where they got a huge slice of luck. Um, no, I'm not with you here. Uh, Arsenal all day 1.94. Okay, fair enough. Well, I think these are the kind of games, if Arsenal can confirm with three points, it adds massive weight to their title credentials, doesn't it? Because they are, look, these these are the big games that, that they need to be winning if, they, if they're going to win the title. And um, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if they did. But yeah, I'm going to sit on the fence, take the splinters in the backside and uh, go for the draw at 3.9. <laughs> um, right, finally Fulham against Spurs and that's Monday night 3.4 for Fulham 3.85 for the draw and 2.22 for Tottenham um, Don't trust Tottenham Fulham are in a good run of form four wins in their last five If I had to do anything for this game I just think it'll be both teams to score 1.68 is the price for that and that's that's the only thing I feel be comfortable with here. It could why go either you, way for me. Why don't you trust Fulham? Well, they're doing all right, but I gave you my Fulham theory last week. I feel like they're getting quite fortunate, in-game fortunate. Yeah, you did, but the fact of the matter is, mate. You know they're they're sixth in the table. Whether you think they're being they're getting lucky or not, they're they've got a good attack. They defend decently at home. They are pretty good. They got a better home record than Chelsea, Villa, Forest, Brighton, Palace, Leeds. Obviously, the rest of the teams are rubbish, so there's no point reading them out. But yeah, like I personally backed Fulham against Chelsea uh, a couple of Mondays ago now, and they delivered for me. Yes, there was a red card that you alluded to, but I'm going to have a little little play on three point four. I feel like this is a similar assignment, no? They're on TV, all the eyes are on them. Mitro's back now. When I backed him, they didn't even have Mitro. Um, against a, a big gun that's not performing. This yep. is ripe for the upset. Yeah, yeah. it would, certainly wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me if it was. But... Shameful, that yeah. is. Bloody shameful. Sorry, Tom Walker. Sorry, <laughs> Fulham fans. Right, um... Is that it for the Premier League then? Shall we move into the Championship? Yeah, yeah, all good. Uh, just a quick moment to mention our sponsors, Matchbook. We're really delighted to be partnered with a company who have great people. Uh, they have a great ethos and a great culture that matches what we kind of look for at the Football Betting Podcast. And, you know, we'd, it would mean a lot to us if you could visit their website, give them a go as you as your bookie. Uh, we've got a nice sign-up offer. It's a uh, 30 
pound back as a free bet if your first bet loses. Uh, you got to use TFB Podcasts when you're signing up. Um, but yeah, give it a go. Give it a whirl. Uh, the prices are great on there. Uh, great interface. It's really user-friendly. And uh, yeah, if you've not used it before, just give it a go. Give it a try. Yep. Uh, please do. Okay. Um, right. So, Championship. Let's get kicked off with the early kickoff. Um, it's Coventry at home to Norwich. So, I like the look of Norwich here. I'm going to jump on the new manager bounce potentially. 2.58 is the price for the Canaries to get the win. Uh, David Wagner's tenure got off to a, a nice start. 4-0 away at Preston. They won last weekend. So, um, yeah, I, I'm basically back in Norwich to continue this new manager bounce against the Coventry side, really struggling at the moment. Uh, they've won just one of their last eight across all competitions. Um, one of the last four, sorry, one of the last five at home, uh, including that FA Cup defeat to to Wrexham. So, yeah, I just think this Coventry side isn't in a great place right now. And Norwich, if they're on the up, they've they've got this bounce. They're motivated. They've got the hunger to now climb the table um, as they've got the capability and quality in their squad to do. I think 2.58 could be a good price uh, for Norwich away this weekend. Um, yeah, Coventry aren't going to see any of my money for the for, for the foreseeable future uh, until I see a, a definite turnaround in their in their performances and and results. But yeah, I like Norwich. Those who follow us on Twitter at t underscore fb podcast would have seen the football betting podcast dartboard. Um, with all the teams that are supposed to be good, but they're just not, and you can't trust them. On the dartboard, Tom, was Coventry City. Um, big fans of that. Yeah. I, I picked them to make the playoffs at the start of the season. Um, so I've got a little bit of investment in them to do well, but they've let me down time and time again uh, in games that they should have won. So, uh, yeah, Norwich uh, at a good price. I uh, really do fancy them. Uh, okay, let's have a look on Friday night. Um, so, obviously, a, a quick turnaround for the release of the pod. Sheffield United, they're against Hull. I, I really don't think this is going to be an easy game for Sheffield United. I think in the long term, um, Sheffield United will finish second and they'll do so comfortably and they will be a Premier League side next season. But we're, be- well, we're not talking about long-term, we're talking about week-to-week. Week. And Hull under Rossinia have been a lot tougher. Um, I backed them to beat Huddersfield last week. They didn't do so. They drew 1-1. I was a little bit disappointed, but I, I made a point to go onto YouTube and watch the extended highlights because I, I wanted to learn more about Hull and see what direction they were going. And pleased to say they played well. Uh, I think I'll be backing them again. I think they're going to be nicely priced through the season. Uh, but yeah, Sheffield United, just an absolute juggernaut, really. Uh, won 8 of 13 at home, losing just two. They've scored 29 goals at home. Uh, it's, you know, it's only four off what uh, Hull have scored all season on the uh, on the road and at home. So, yeah, I'm all in on Sheffield United. Way too much for the Tigers, despite their improvement. Uh, they are priced at 1.67. They're a little bit tight, but uh, that's how it goes when okay. you're back second in the league. 
Yep, yep, I can see them getting a win. Uh, bringing it back to Saturday, let's look at Watford. Uh, they're 1.58 to win at home against Rotherham. Uh, decent record against Rotherham. No losses in seven consecutive games in the head-to-head. Um, they've won their last couple of championship games, beating Blackpool 2-0 and Norwich 1-0. Um, at home, they can be a bit of a mixed bag. They're kind of a win-one, lose-one, draw-one recently. But um, I definitely think they should get another win against the Rotherham side that travel really poorly. Um, they've lost the last four away games across all competitions. The last three in a row in the championship, they've won just one of the last eight away on the road in the league. Um, yeah, I, I just, I think Rotherham at home and Rotherham away, two kind of a bit Jekyll and Hyde at the moment. Fantastic 4-0 win last weekend at home to Blackburn. Um, but no, away from home kind of stinking the place out right now and I think Watford can get another win here at a short price um, it's a bit shorter than I would have wanted but I do think they'll win fairly routinely yeah I'm into that one I'm also into Luton away at Wigan their price is 2.62 they're, they're a really really good price it's a bit of a weird one this time because they've these two teams just finished a double header uh, they played each other in the FA Cup they drew 1-1 at Kenilworth Road, forcing a replay, which was played in midweek. And Luton won 2-1, uh, thanks to a late, late goal from Adebayo. Uh, yeah, I think Luton completely dominated that game. Um, you know, the the intensity, again, of a league game is going to be a little bit different. But I think Wigan are all over the place, unfortunately. Um, if not one in eight, Colo Torre yet to taste victory um, they're playing a style they don't have the players for that they're really struggling in all aspects really um, to kind of get something clicking under Colo uh, I'm not saying he's not the right man for the job I don't know enough about him as a coach but I know he's not started off very well uh, and we're looking at a Luton side that have avoided defeat in 9-13 on the road they've won 7 of those 13 it places them fourth in the away form ranking. And it's the perfect storm, really, because we've got a good team away against the worst team at home. The only team that has not yielded double-figure points at home. And they've played a game more than the 23rd and 22nd place teams. Nine points. Stoke and Blackpool, if in case you're wondering, occupy the other spots with 12 points. So... This is not looking good for Wigan. They need to do something quick. Uh, but yeah, Luton for me. Yep, I had that one myself. Um, pleased for Rob Edwards um, that it's going well for him at Luton. I'd like to see him do well there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no more in the champ for me. I know I saw we had we had a tweet in and we see Mick McCarthy's taken over at Blackpool. Mm. They face Huddersfield this weekend at home. Usually I'm the man for the new manager bounce. I'm just going to take a watching brief on this one this weekend because Huddersfield are picking up some better results than they were, well, I'll say that. And Blackpool, yeah, I, I don't know. They've been very poor apart from the Forest FA Cup win. So, yeah, I, I, I'm going to take a, a watching brief on on uh, Mick, see if he can install some big Mick energy into Blackpool or, or not. So, yeah, we'll see on that one. But yeah, any more for you? No, just a big shout out. Yeah, George, George Day. 
um, with the tweet that you're, you're referencing there, Tom. Big fan of the show, engages with us a lot on social media, and it is thoroughly, thoroughly appreciated. So, uh, yeah, cheers, George. Yeah. That, there's your answer. Avoid Blackpool <laughs> like the plague. <laughs> um, right, so let's move into League One. There's a few that we that we quite like, isn't there, in League One? I, I feel like it's a bit of a weird league for me this week because there's a couple of teams I like that are pretty short and there's a couple of teams I like that are pretty big. So mm, um, okay. a bit of a mixed bag. So we'll start with the, one of the shorter ones for me, Plymouth against Cheltenham. Plymouth are 1.56 to get the victory. They are the best home side in the division. Played 13, won 12, lost one. Uh, it's by far the best home record in the division. Uh, Cheltenham won three of their 13 games on the road and generally not in particularly good form. Uh, Plymouth have not lost in their last nine games across all competitions. Cheltenham have lost four of their last five league games, um, including one to Plymouth um, in the reverse fixture at Cheltenham's home ground on Boxing Day. So these two sides played each other fairly recently. Plymouth got the better of that one there. And it would really surprise me if uh, Cheltenham managed to reverse that away at the toughest place to go in League One. Um, so, yeah, not too much else to say on this one. It's a fairly short price, but Plymouth should get a comfortable win here. Hmm. Yeah, I see that. No problem. OK, let's uh, pivot then and we'll have a look at uh, the promotion rivals of Plymouth, Ipswich Town. They haven't lost in the last five games, Ipswich, and now they travel to the Kassam to play Oxford. Uh, to be honest, Tom, Oxford have been a pretty constant playoff threatener or finisher since we've been doing the pod, and they may still do so. They're only eight points away from the, the playoff spots, but it does feel more unlikely this season than ever before, really, during our pod tenure established mm. in 2017. They are 13th. Yeah. In the table, they've won eight, drew eight, lost nine. So perfect mid-table form. And uh, Ipswich come into town as, you know, the juggernaut, really, um, or one of the juggernauts. They are in third. I think we've got Plymouth Wednesday and Ipswich as the outstanding teams uh, and with Derby threatening as well. Uh, but, yeah, really like Ipswich. they got the second best away record. In the division, 25 points yielded from 13 games. Oxford, uh, it's been really disappointing, to be honest with you. Uh, they've got the 19th best home record. It's a worse home record than Cheltenham, Cambridge, Shrewsbury, Morecambe, Port Vale. Uh, there's a ton of teams that are miles um, worse off than them in the table with a better home record. Oxford just just struggling in all aspects, really, defensively, offensively, just not firing. I think this is a real tough test. You know, Ipswich, the top scorers in the division in its entirety and top scorers in the division away from home as well. Um, This could, you know, be a little bit messy for Oxford, I predict. And uh, yeah, Ipswich, you know, priced at 2.02. There's not going to be many opportunities to get Ipswich above evens this season. Yep. Uh, certainly wouldn't surprise me if uh, they got the victory there. And we may as well round off um, this current little bit by talking about the 
second, sorry, the third team that rounds off the top three. So Sheffield Wednesday, they're in second in the league at the moment, uh, three points behind Plymouth with a game in hand. And uh, they have the second best home record in the division. They're at home to Fleetwood Town this weekend. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday, 1.47 to get the victory. Uh, so definitely heavy favourites to do so. Uh, they're on a fantastic run of form. No losses across all competitions in the last 11 league games. Uh, five wins in a row. Uh, of course, you know, Hillsborough personified as a tough place to go by the fact that Premier League Newcastle lost there in the FA Cup not so long ago. Um, but yeah, generally very, very strong. Unbeaten in the league for a long time now. The last time they lost in the league was on the 4th of October against Plymouth. Um, it's a long time ago. They've won the last four consecutive league matches and it would be a shock, a big coupon buster if Fleetwood managed to get something from this particular game. Fleetwood aren't uh, on a bad side at the moment. You know, they've gone to Ipswich recently, for example, and, and got a point. Uh, so Sheffield Wednesday will have to be on it, but um, it would be a coupon buster, like I say, if, uh, if Wednesday didn't get the three points this weekend. Should we have a look at Exeter City? They're three point six this weekend. It's, they're a big old price away at Basket Case Portsmouth. Uh, <laughs> Pompey just absolutely at sea at the moment. They haven't won in seven games. Uh, they've lost four consecutively. They've won three home matches all season. They have drawn seven of them before. I, you know, Portsmouth fans leap at us to let us know that you know they've they've kept it pretty tight at home but only won three lost two but Exeter come here above them in the league Exeter 10th Portsmouth 15th I know the league table isn't everything but I think it's a good barometer to understand how far Portsmouth have fallen in uh, the last few weeks and months initially under uh, Danny and Nicky Cowley and now they are under the stewardship of Simon Bassey until John Mussinho who we expect to be announced by the time the pod's recorded, is in place. Um, I, f- I feel like, unless this chap is like a motivational speaker in his spare time, I think it might be a bit too late for him to come in on the Friday, rally everyone up, and then you know deliver a resounding home win, which would be, you know, their their fourth of the season. You know, who's going to finish above who this season? You know, if Portsmouth get it right. Of course, they've got the better players, but we're talking about this weekend in a one-off game and Exeter, who, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I don't have a ton of great stats. They are very mid-table for all this you know, form and goal scoring and defensive numbers and everything like that. The only thing I will say is uh, a win away at Oxford in their last uh, league game was... Definitely something to look at. Before that, they beat Bristol Rovers 4-3 away in that absolutely humdinger. Before that, uh, they lost to Bolton, not a problem. And then, you know, a couple of wobbly results on the road. But, you know, got good form. Portsmouth basically just need Monday, don't they, to get Mussinho in. (laughs) So let's back Exeter and let's have some fun with them. Yeah, well, in the last few weeks, we've taken advantage of this Portsmouth limbo period that they're in. Um, and I certainly think Exeter can get some. Again, that's that's one of the bigger price ones that I kind of touched on at the start of the League One section that I like the look of. Uh, Exeter, yeah, for sure. 
I'm with you with that one. Uh, the other bigger price one for me was Morecambe. They're at home to Port Vale. They're 3.8 for the victory. Um, I wasn't quite sure why they're such a big price, especially at home, because, you know, this is a side who have been very good at home, I'd say, recently. They've not lost at home in uh, seven consecutive games. Last defeat coming on the 8th of October. They've won four, four out of the last seven, um, including the last three in a row, beating Accrington, Stanley, Burton and then uh, Cheltenham. So this is a Morecambe side who are good at home. Um, I, I don't see, looking at their home record, why they should be priced at 3.8. Port Vale aren't a side that are kind of pulling up lots of trees right now. Their away form is patchy. They've lost three and won two of their last five, for example. Um, I just... Yeah, it's a bit of a mystifying one for me. So I don't know what's going on. Maybe someone on Twitter can enlighten us. But yeah, Morecambe at 3.8 for a side that seems like they're hitting a bit of form right now, especially at home, um, against a win one, lose one, draw one, kind of meh, Port Vale side. Interesting. Let's back Lincoln as the final pick for me anyway in League One. Uh, they have a one in seven. They've only won two games at home all season. But they are also unbeaten at home all season. Ten draws, incredibly, um, at Sinsel Bank. Uh, and I'm backing them to beat Burton. I'm really worried about Burton. Something has happened at that club. Um, last three results, I'll quickly read them out. Morecambe, five. Burton nil, huge red flag. Grimsby won Burton nil FA Cup. Sure, that can happen. Whatever. Burton nil, Shrewsbury four. So they've lost ten nil on aggregate in the last three games. It's like a light switch has has been switched off. I, I have no idea what is going on there. And yes, Lincoln, you know, on the surface of things, look poor. Clearly, they're strong enough at home to get draws against Ipswich, against Bolton. All these teams that have come to Sinsobank, nobody in the league has left with a victory. I think there's enough in that to back Lincoln against Burton, who, you know, Lincoln have been steadily, you know, disappointing. Burton have dropped off a cliff. And until we find out what's going on, I think it's worth looking at Lincoln, they're 2.32. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I like it. Uh, can't argue against that one. So let's move on to League Two then, because there's no more from me for League One. Um, who do you fancy, Tom? Carlisle. Let's go back to the Football Betting Podcast dartboard, shall we? Uh, another team that was on there that was very popular and got a lot. A lot of replies were Bradford. They've just been bad for a little while now, I think. And I think they're kind of going under the radar because their league position is not slipping. They're still in the playoffs. They're six points off Northampton for an automatic spot. They are in the last playoff spot. 40 points are on. Uh, they're in seventh position. But yeah, Bradford have, have been poor. Really, really poor. Um, they've only yielded 10 points 
from the last eight games. Uh, they, at home, have a really shoddy kind of mid-table record, 20 points in 13 games. It's the 12th best. I mean, it's it's just meh, right? At home, they're really struggling to score goals as well. And in, you know, in general, mid-table for goals, 11th best record. Defence, a little bit better. Um, but yeah, I think they're, they're primed for the pick-in here. And Carlisle, very handy. Very, very handy. Um, Christian Dennis is having a great season, uh, as is Andy Cook for the other team, of course. But Dennis, 14-24. and 24. Carlisle have been toe-to-toe with some good teams recently, got some good results. They beat them, uh, Bradford, that is, four games ago in the league at home, 1-0. I don't see why they can't go there and get a win. Um, Bradford, shocking result the other night. Shocking. Rochdale rocking up there, winning 2-1. A 0-0 away at Wimbledon. It doesn't exactly inspire me to want to wanna go and back these. Uh, Carlisle, again, I feel like everyone's a big price that I'm tipping this weekend. But mm. yeah, 3-1. Uh, 3-1. 3.1. For Carlisle to go there and get a win, uh, I think they're the better side, and yeah, Bradford are doing a doing a Bradford. They're wobbling again. Yep. Uh, right for me, uh, Colchester is stand out this weekend. Two point four two is their price for the victory. Uh, they're at home to Gillingham. Colchester really picked up a bit of form now. They've won four of the last five. We successfully tipped them at a big price. Last weekend on the podcast, uh, way to Rochdale, I believe they were. Um, yeah, I, I just think, you know, this Colchester side who, like I say, starting to really hit some form. Gillingham, the worst away side in League Two. They've not won a single one of their 12 away games so far this season, uh, losing eight of those 12. And these two sides played each other not that long ago uh, on Boxing Day. And Colchester won the reverse fixture away at Gillingham, 1-0. So there's good form there. Since that game, Carla, Colchester's form has only got better uh, and Gillingham have just been poor still. So for me, this one should be a, a, a fairly comfortable routine win for Colchester, I think, with the form they're on. Ooh, I'm not sure on that one, to be honest with you. I'm not sure on that one. Lots of changes at Gillingham. I'm, I'm kind of waiting to see how it all pans out personally, but uh, fortune favours a brave Tom. So good for you, mate. Um, I don't mean to be rude to League Two, but I honestly only had Carlisle personally. I, I thought it was an absolute dog's dinner this league this weekend. Um, I had, uh, who else did I have? I had Sutton United. Um, as my other one that I wanted to speak about. So Sutton are priced pretty short. They're 1.69. Just quickly scanning, I think the shortest price in League 2, uh, no, Stockport are. So, yeah, the second shortest price in League 2 are Sutton. But, you know, they've got a pretty good home record, so I can understand why they are so short. They've won the last four home, sorry, they've won the last four home games in a row. Um, whereas Crawley, not winning the league uh, since they beat Swindon on the 3rd of December uh, away from home. They're struggling big time. Um, they've only won, they haven't won as well 
away from home all season. Uh, they've got the, the second worst away record in League Two after Gillingham. So they've got six six losses, six draws, zero wins from their 12 away games. So Sutton with a good, strong home record, I think could get the win. But yeah, short price for Sutton this weekend. Any more? No more for me. No more? Okay. Okay. No. Cool. So that will wrap up the tips then. And we'll just kind of touch on last week's winning treble before Tom kind of reads out uh, this week's treble. So we'll be going for, what's that, four in a row um, on the pod. So, yeah, looking forward to hearing that. Uh, So last week, just to recap, it was an 8.29 winner. It was a big one. Uh, We had Forest at home to Leicester. They won 2-0. Sheffield United at home to Stoke. They won 3-1. And both of those were pretty comfortable. We had Burnley against Coventry. I've seen the highlights. Coventry had some good chances at 0-0. But the betting gods were smiling down on us. Burnley 1-0 to secure the third treble in a row. 8.29 was the price. Yeah. Um, And then for this week's treble, so hopefully making it another winning week for the pod. We are going to go for the following teams. So we're going to go for Plymouth at home to Cheltenham, Sheffield Wednesday at home to Fleetwood and Luton away at Wigan. So that pays 5.69 for the treble. So £10 example stake would return £56.90p. Hmm. Okay. Cool. Um, Into that one. Lots of really exciting tips, uh, you know, just in general this weekend. So really looking forward to uh, seeing how it all pans out. Let's have a quick look at fancy football, Tom. Yeah. I mean, uh, same old for me. I've been on fire, you know. I've been bloody brilliant at this game. I've had green arrows for about five game weeks in a row. And yet I'm still in 245th. So I'm I'm a... I'm a bit annoyed, to be honest. I'm, um, oh, wow, I've done all right. I've not checked this, actually, for a while. Oh. I've got 79 points this week. That looks quite good. Oh, okay. Nice. Hit the dizzy dizzy heights of 204th in the league. I'll tell you what. (laughs) I'll tell you, I mean, my, do you know when Arsenal and Tottenham have nothing to play for, like, years gone by, and the only thing they care about is finishing above the other? Yeah, that's me and you. I'm I'm coming for you. <laughs> all I want, all I want is to finish above you. To be honest, I tell you what, my shout of the week, putting Elise in my team, eleven points. Go on, go on, Michael. Love it. He's such a good player. I really like him. Uh, yeah, top ten too. reverse order: Daniel O'Reilly, Mark Walsh, Neil McCloy, David Arias, Michael Tomlinson, Chris Postings. Tola A.W., Johan Ekstrom, Dan Pinsker and Pat Ravenhall hanging on to a top spot there uh, with a 66-point game week. There's still an opportunity to join our fancy league. So if you've got a a traditional fancy team with the official Premier League uh, website, then you can join. You just need the uh, league code and you'll join at your rightful position in the league. T... uh, underscore fb podcast is our twitter handle that's where you could dm us or send us a public tweet if you want to air out your laundry um and ask for the league code 
And please give us a follow. As I said, massive Stevenage tip the other week. Bit of social media content on there that's a little bit of fun as well. So give us a follow. Help us grow. It'd be much appreciated. You're putting out some good stuff at the moment. I'm really enjoying the social content that's going out. Um, uh, yeah, if you have enjoyed the show, we'd really appreciate it if you'd leave us a rating or review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And yeah, that's it for this week's episode. So as Tom mentioned, as you have been doing anyway, send us in your bet slips. If you get any winners this weekend, we'd love to see them. And we'll be back same time next week for uh, next week's pod. So cheers, guys. See you later.